Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 477. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some RV adventures with Hershey Pop, a camp host's children's book about their dog. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Nice to have you back on the podcast after a bout with pneumonia. Wow. Well, it is nice to be back, and uh, hello, Michael. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas. This is Christmas week, and we are pretty excited about Christmas. I'm like a kid every time Christmas comes around. And isn't it wonderful that you have that excitement? It is. Uh, it celebrates, um, you know, the greatest event in human history and it's just a wonderful time of family and friends and faith and uh, i hope that's all a part of your holiday plans this year uh, we should uh, point out to everybody that there is, there are several ways you can consume this podcast uh first of all there's a video version of the podcast on our rv lifestyle youtube channel and uh, you can uh, find that uh, through uh, the link on rvlifestyle.com or just go to YouTube and search for RV Lifestyle. And you want to see the video version because at the very end of the podcast, uh, we're going to put together kind of a montage of photos and videos of RVs that have been decorated this year for Christmas sent in by the members of our various social media platforms. So uh, we'll have fun with uh, the video version. So go back and look at that and you'll get uh, inspired to decorate yours. And of course, there's also an audio version of the podcast uh, available on all your favorite uh, podcast apps, as well as our blog, our RV Lifestyle Travel Blog, which is rvlifestyle.com. And may I just say that you are looking very spiffy in a new hoodie. Yes. This navy is, blue instead of your traditional black. This is my favorite design of all of our stuff. I don't know if you can you can actually see it well here, but it's small house, uh, big, no, <laughs> yeah, small house, big yard. And uh, I've had uh, this on t-shirts and hats and hoodies for a dozen years now at least oh, yeah. and uh, i wore out one after about 12 years well i still wear it it's just kind of faded and this is my this is a brand new one i replaced it and it's a hoodie and you can find that on our rv lifestyle merch page but uh, well you look quite dashing well thank you as you do in your christmasy black and red i like that uh, this week in the podcast, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk to uh, two of our longtime friends, uh, Eric and uh, Jeannie Anderson, and they are authors of a brand new book about their dog, Hershey Pup. Now, if you have been on our uh, social media pages, you know this little dog because uh, there's a picture of him all the time. And he has traveled to 48 states with uh, Eric and Jeannie. And they have put together a really nice little Christmassy book, well illustrated for kids. Uh, but they did that as they have been camp hosts. So we're going to talk to them a little bit about Hershey, po Hershey Pup's book. But we're also going to talk about the ins and outs of being a camp host and why you may want to consider doing it, how much fun it is, and how you go about becoming one. So that's coming up a little bit later on. 
I have fun with this book, though. It's really a cute little book. So, yeah, and it's going to be the first of a series, they said. Well, good. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I do, too. Well, we have um, been busy because the big news for us is a brand new social media platform that we have been working so hard on. And uh, we put that on and it is up there and it is uh, available for you now. It's called the RV Community, RV Lifestyle Community. And um, it's uh, separate from Facebook, which is a big deal. Uh, we still have our Facebook group and we will keep that for those who prefer to use it. But the new RV Lifestyle Community is um, a whole different place. It's a, it's a friendly place. I think it's a place where you can build relationships. Yeah. You can have conversations with each other, and uh, people seem to really like it. And learn. I mean, you know, just it's grown phen phenomenally. We had some national attention uh, this past week. We just just uh, launched it last week, last Wednesday. And uh, we, we made national news. The headline was, New RV Community Draws Thousands Fleeing Facebook and we really hit us a, a chord I think because there's a lot of disappointment frustration with Facebook because it's so nasty and all these confusing things that are on Facebook I get so disappointed when I read something and then I leave and then I go back and I want to find it again and it's gone that's something Facebook is is notorious they have this weird algorithm which nobody knows how it works but Okay, so we have like 270,000 members of our Facebook group. It's a huge group, right? You think somebody posted, wow. No, a tiny, tiny percentage of those people actually see that post. And then when you go back, you know, say you read it, I see something and I, hey, Jen, you should go over and make a comment on this post. You can't find it. It's gone because it didn't, the algorithm doesn't show on her computer and it did on mine. I don't know how Facebook works, but. Besides that, is you know how negative it can be, um, snarkiness, nastiness. Well, none of that on our group. Uh, first, we have a great team of moderators. The same folks who've moderated our other group will help us there. But it's a different type of person. These are real RVers. Uh, the friendliness, the helpfulness has been amazing. Um, so we just invite you there to go check it out. You can stay on Facebook if you want. But a lot of people have left Facebook and, and they're coming over, they're, they're looking at a group like this. But just check it out. You'll see how helpful it is. It's Just go to community.rvlifestyle.com. Community.rvlifestyle.com. We invite you to come over. And if you can't tell, we're pretty darn excited about it, uh, right? We are. Yeah. Uh, and it's a part of now the social media buzz that uh, Wendy Boyer keeps track of uh, with us all week. Uh, Wendy is our uh, director of our social media platforms and kind of keeps uh, things moving around well there. And uh, between Facebook and now our new group, she's got a lot of stuff to report. So let us check in with Wendy Boyer. Hi, everybody. It's been very busy over in the social media world this past week. <clears throat> First, I'd like to tell you a little bit about what's happening on Facebook. We had Michelle, who's looking for the perfect Christmas present for her parents who are going on an epic RV trip next year. She said they have all the essentials, but she asked if there was anything unique and useful that the group could suggest. And she got so many wonderful ideas. We had many people recommend Harvest Toast, 
Uh, some, like Julia, recommended getting some nice binoculars. Tom suggested a collapsible aluminum table. He says one of the best things. He uses it everywhere he goes. We had Donna suggest a map of the United States that has those stickers in it so that you could put the sticker in when you spend the night in camp there. So many things, restaurant gift cards, gas gift cards. We're talking more than 700 suggestions. Um, it was a lot of fun to read. And next I'd like to tell you about Henry who posted a question on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group about um, a, the internal U.S. Border Patrol stations in the Southwest. Now he's planning a trip out there next year and as he's doing his research he sees these Border Patrol stations come up and he's read some things about dogs going into people's RVs. He's allergic to dogs and so he wrote the group just to see what other RVers experiences have been. And everyone said there's nothing to worry about. They might, if you get stopped at one of these internal Border Patrol stops, they will say, what's your citizenship? You say U.S. and you get waved along. Sometimes they might say, where are you coming from? Where are you going to? And those dogs are only there to smell drugs or human smugglers. So um, you're just a regular RVer out there, nothing to worry about. And so next, I'd like to tell you about something new we started, our RV lifestyle community, right here. Um, and so we started this last week, and it's a Facebook alternative. It's a lot like Facebook, only in my opinion, better. One thing it does is it really helps bring relationships. Um, most people are introducing themselves as they come on, and there's a chat feature, so you can actually talk to one another should you choose to turn that on. And Frederick wrote me a message on this chat feature and he said this, he said, it is amazing how this app builds community. I just got a message from the mom of our daughter's freshman year roommate seven years ago. And get this, they connected and now they're planning a camping trip in 2024 and that all happened in the new community. Thank you so much for sharing that with me, Frederick. We also um, have a system in there where all posts are categorized in different categories because if you've ever gone on Facebook and you look for a post and maybe you come back an hour later and you can never find it. Well in the new community it's very easy to find because everything goes in a category and it stays there. And one of our categories Michelle shared a picture of a little um, DIY tweak she did. Um, it's in our category DIY tips and hacks. And it was, she had a problem of a really deep pantry. And so what she did is she put this little sliding drawer in there and she took a picture of it. And many people said, thank you. You know, this is a great idea. I have the same situation with my pantry. And um, it was just a great hack. And so again, there's lots of different conversations, groups where you can find these sorts of things, whether you're boondocking, campsites, troubleshooting, RVing with dogs, lots of categories, and it helps us um, and you see what people are talking about a lot easier. So that's it for me this week. I will see you either in the RV Lifestyle Facebook group or the RV Lifestyle community. Well, Mike, it is so much fun to see all the comments from everybody on this new group. Yeah, it is. Well, let me give you the address again. It's community.rvlifestyle.com, and we invite you to come. Hey, uh, before we take a quick break, uh, a schedule note here. Christmas is this weekend, 
and to allow our team to spend as much time as they can with their family. Uh, we've got some, some uh, we're going to take some time off. There'll be no Monday newsletter on Christmas Day, uh, December 25th, or on New Year's Day, January 1st. So if you're looking for the big, the full edition newsletter that comes out on Mondays, uh, that won't be back until the 8th of January. And, um, we're also going to take a break uh, uh, be between the holidays for the podcast. There'll be no podcast uh, next week, December 27th. You mean this is the last one for the year? This is the last one oh, dear. for the year. Yes, it is. Uh, and also uh, with Ask Us Anything, our Sunday night uh, live stream, um, there will be no um, uh, Ask Us Anything uh, on the 24th, Christmas Eve, or on New Year's Eve, the 31st. So... Um, I will say this though that we probably will have a live stream next week on uh, our new uh, RV Lifestyle community, community.rvlifestyle.com, and you'll see it. There's, we have an events page there, and it'll and we'll have one there. Uh, we do these live streams there regularly on certain topics and all sorts of stuff. So we probably will be on there because we're having so much fun with that new group. I don't think you can be <laughs> off that long. I really don't. It's going to be hard. I'm going to go through it. Well, you know, this launching this new thing really was a lot of work. Well, you oh. saw, you oh, saw yeah. 16 hour days work. for two weeks straight to get that thing, but it's working and it's great to see everybody. All right. When we come back, you're going to meet our friends, the Anderson and learn about their book about Hershey pup and uh, about work camping. And this is a fun interview. So stay with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have, and they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. All right, welcome back. It's time now for the RV Lifestyle Podcast Interview of the Week. And we have Eric and Jeannie Anderson and their dog, Hershey. <laughs> and they have been traveling about three years now. Three years, full-time RVers. They've hit all 48 lower states. Yeah. And I'm wondering how they're going to get to Hawaii, but just just adjusting. And... And uh, six Canadian provinces. So yeah. they have traveled. They have experience. They know what they're doing. And uh, this past year, they spent an extended period of time as camp hosts. And the last time we had them on the podcast, uh, we were talking about, you know, what's involved with camp hosting. And we were kidding them about their pup, Hershey, who is a true celebrity out there. Hershey's recognized now wherever they go. Uh, Hershey is uh, a, uh, well, there he is. Look at him. Can you see him? <laughs> A little picture of Hershey. I'll have to get over here by the camera. There is Hershey. And you're going to see him in a minute in the interview because Hershey, like Bo, he likes to be on camera all the time. Uh, but they wrote a book and they decided they're going to do a series of children's books uh, about Hershey's uh, RV adventures. 
and uh, they really um, they really knocked it out of the ballpark. They got all sorts of stuff that uh, they're going to share with us about the book uh, and camp hosting. We've never thought about being a camp host. This is something that everybody should consider because it is a lot of fun. So um, we will put a link to their information, by the way, in uh, you can't miss it uh, for, for to get more information about the book and their travels. It's HersheyPupAdventures.com. All one word. We'll put that on the screen and in the show notes for this episode. But why don't you meet Eric and Jean and Hershey Pup? Well, Eric and Jean join us right now. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're well. We're doing great. It's good to see you again. We're having so much fun, uh, Jennifer and I, uh, and even Bo, looking at uh, Hershey's uh, great adventures. And we want to congratulate you on this and hope that this is the start of a whole library of, uh, of books. Uh, so how did you guys get the idea of doing a travel book from Hershey Pup's perspective? Well, that, that came mostly from um, a lot of members like in your group. RV Lifestyle and, and a lot of the other groups that we're in and also people that we met because over the years people have said, gosh, you guys should write a book about Hershey's travels. And uh, so we finally did. Yeah. And people coming, knocking on our door going, mm -hmm. you, know, you don't know me, but can we meet Hershey? You know, we were like, oh, okay. You know, so yeah, just a lot of people always asking about Hershey, um, mm -hmm. telling us to write books about Hershey. And we just decided, let's give it a try. So we did. And here's Hershey. Yeah, <laughs> wanted to say hi. Give me, uh, there he is. Hershey. Hey, Pop. <laughs> How you doing, famous dog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> good. A little spoiled, but okay. Yeah. So that we you just know, decided for those who to don't know. We just decided to give Just, just give us a little background about Hershey and how you happened to name him. Why is he called oh, Hershey? Uh, uh, it was my granddaughter who named him uh, even before we got him. I said, we're, we're planning on getting, uh, you know, a puppy. What do you want to name him? And she just said Hershey. And that was it. Yep. Just Hershey it was. So that's the background of how he was named Hershey. So, and then we went up to well, uh, Hershey. Well, I to talk to the folks who run the Hershey RV show and, and make him a big uh, celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. So, they, you guys have been in all 48 states now. And uh, you, you're on your second tour of uh, second to stint of doing uh, camp hosting, which I'll talk to you about in a minute. Yeah. But uh, just uh, talk a little bit about the the Hershey Pup story. Uh, you guys independently publish this, and uh, what? Um, why New England State Birds and Flowers? Why did you pick that as your first one? Well, it was the beginning of our adventure. So we started from the beginning. That's what we went across on our um, on the uh, ferry, and we started in the New England state. And we really didn't, you know, we just said let's start from the beginning. And I was the one that came up with the idea with the uh, birds and the state flower. So, and we didn't want to go through all the states. We just picked a few states. So we started just from the beginning of yep. where we, yeah, of where we started. So. Yeah, and then we wanted to have an educational component well, to it as well as making it fun. Fun and making it fun. And the illustrator really so made everything pop. So, yeah, so that's how it came yeah. about. So why a children's book? Mm. Uh, I guess uh, we just, he's 
he's just so darn cute. <laughs> yeah, and I guess Hershey's always been so popular with kids at all the campgrounds and RV parks across the country that I think uh, the, the children aspect of it just popped for us initially. And we thought it would be, be a fun thing a fun to do. fun thing to do. Adults yeah. love them, but, you know, I, I, when we think of Hershey Pup, we think of kids, yeah. my grandkids who named them and things like that. So we just decided to go with the children's book. Well, what I love about this story is that you guys have really uh, found a way to, to earn some money while you're on the road and do so in a way that really uh, is so tied in with your RV lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering how many of these books you have sketched out. I mean, how big of a series does this uh, Hershey Pup uh, adventure series uh, plan to be? Well, our, our initial goal is to have five books in the series, and then, and we'll see how it goes from there. So we've got we've got an idea of five different topics so far, and we've already started the second one. We've already started, and uh, it's it's going to be just. Yeah, the tell me how people can get this book. Oh, uh, well, right now it's it's available uh, strictly on Amazon, and it's in both paperback and an ebook Kindle version as well. And we do have uh, oh, can't tell them about yeah. the Zazzle. We do have some um, stuff on Zazzle that you can get uh, a mm -hmm. puzzle um uh calendars mm -hmm. and um the tote bags things like that so yeah. we have a couple of items that yeah. you can get by on zazzle yeah it's all part of hershey pup has he finally has his own official website now it's uh www.hersheypupadventures.com so folks can go through that website to get to amazon to get the book as well as to see a bunch of other uh, hershey pup things you said you have puzzles yeah there's there's yeah. puzzles jigsaw puzzles yeah calendars some stuff and there's two puzzles one for the younger age you know like 32 pieces and one that we figured like 100 100 pieces that the family can do together so we decided to do that yeah. and, he's also going to have a line of uh, coloring books and activity books as well so yeah. we have plans yeah we are so uh, happy last question about the books and then i'll get on to some other stuff and again uh, for those uh, listening and watching, we will post descriptions and links to the to the series in the description below. Uh, but uh, you guys uh, have had so many uh, posts on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group, and we've seen Hershey as you've traveled. Uh, uh, it seems like you really have a pretty good uh, book in tips for traveling in an RV with the dog as well. Yeah. Um, we do. That's one of the things that we're looking at. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm about halfway through a, uh, a book myself about tips, strategies, and lessons for RV travel. And a, and a piece of that has to do with traveling with dogs. Absolutely. And yeah, we've learned a lot. Hershey's, he's four and a half, and he's traveled for four years um, or yeah, three and a half. Yeah. We got him a year before we left. So he's he's used to traveling. This is his life. So, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he's used to it. Well, well, he has had his adventures. Now, let me talk about your adventures. Tell everybody where you are now and what you're doing. Okay, sure. This is our, our second camp host assignment that we've done. We're at a uh, Indian River County Park called Donald McDonald Park Campground, and it's in Sebastian, Florida, which is about 15 minutes north of Vero Beach on the on the East Coast, the, the Treasure Coast. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's uh and how long have you, have you been there? How long will you stay? Um, we we're just working on our third week here now, and um, they're going to have us here through the end of December, and then they think they want to move us to another campground closer to Vero Beach for January through March. 
and then we'll be heading back up north uh, well, probably the end of March. So when we had you on the podcast the last time, you were on your way to um, Killens Pond State Park uh, yep. on the East Coast, up a little bit further north. Mm -hmm. How did that go? And obviously, you must have enjoyed it because you're you're still doing the camp hosting thing. It went well. It went really well. We really like Delaware. Um, we uh, it's just so fresh and clean and green. That's what I liked about it. Um, uh, the woman that we worked for, uh, she was wonderful. Um, you know, we had to do some cleaning and stuff like that, but it was very. Uh, it just went really, really well. We loved walking and we walked every night and just kind of really enjoyed. The park was just beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And we got to take our grandkids. There's a water park there. We got to take them there. Um, just a lot of um, things that we could do, you know. So we got into other state parks for free and just a lot of things that we could do. And we really, uh, I just loved it because I really, mm -hmm. I just felt like uh, Delaware was, like I said, once again, mm -hmm. fresh and clean and mm -hmm. just really enjoyed it. Yeah. And oh. the people that we worked with yeah. and worked together with were really great. They were wonderful. Yeah, no, it, was, it was definitely a, a good experience, really nice place to be. And uh, Delaware State Parks require a minimum of 24 hours per week. Uh, for each person in a couple. Uh, so that's really not not too much and uh, it was super flexible. Yes. And we found that about our current camp post position as well. You know, once we get our work done, usually probably yeah. three, four hours, um, we have a lot of flexibility. You know, at Delaware State Park, we had to be on duty from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. to assist campers. But any of that time in between was kind of our own time as long as we were in the park. So it was, it was one, like Jeannie said, it was great being outdoors and yeah. Being, being active and getting exercise and we, yeah. seeing we all the campers. We spent a lot of time outdoors. We did, you know, and mm -hmm. it just, uh, it was great. It was wonderful. Now, for other people who are thinking about being a camp host, uh, is there still time to find jobs for the uh, 24 mm -hmm. season? Yeah. Or have they been all snapped up? No, there, there are. Um, and I'll tell you a story in a minute about how we got this one. But um, generally, six months or, or more before is when folks want to start looking for camp post opportunities, especially in state and local and county parks. Um, so October, November seems to be the, the, the best time when those positions are, are start becoming available. Um, but I would encourage people to apply right straight through right up into the spring, quite frankly, uh, because either either state or county parks aren't getting enough volunteers and, and they are in need or people's plans change and either they don't show up or they cancel and the, the park is going to still have a need. Matter of fact, what happened for us with this one was we were originally going to be in Arizona this winter and then uh, we had a whole bunch of life changes happen unexpectedly and and in September, September, well, uh, August, August, September, realized we needed to be here in Florida for the winter. So we were behind the eight ball to look for a, a, a camp hosting yeah. opportunity. So we actually managed to get three offers, one of them over in Tampa, by the way. And uh, that was that was pretty tempting, but we chose this one. So um, so even behind the eight ball and, you know, with two months notice, we were still able to get a, a good position. And I think we said this in the other interview that we had. Uh, we had gone to Delaware, and we definitely wanted to try to get something in Delaware, be close to my son and my grandkids and my daughter-in-law. Um, and if you can, if you like a state and you'd be like, oh, I'd really like to go, you know, do some camp hosting here. If you can, go to the, go to the, um, the park, try to talk to someone face-to-face -face if you can. That would give you a little bit more of an edge. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, you just do everything online. 
but uh, I, that's what we did last yeah, year. Def definitely helped us, especially since we were first time camp posters and we didn't have any experience. So to make that personal connection face to face with the, the managers yeah. definitely gave us an edge. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if you can do that, if it's possible, you know. The other, the other thing I recommend, and this helped us get, get this one, is um, we, we created a couple's camp posting resume and it really highlights our experience and uh we sent that out and that helped us in terms of getting the florida opportunities yeah. uh, as we wind down here what what's your plans for 24 uh where do mm. we see you guys and hershey Pup especially going well we're gonna head back to delaware uh we're probably gonna do some camp hosting there again the mm. same place hopefully um and then well but, a, but kind of a big change for us mike is uh we're, we're going to be building a, a new home base sticks and bricks, up, up, sticks and bricks up there in, in delaware so uh, we're slowing down a little bit and we're feeling the need to uh kind of have that that home base security again so we actually bought some land while we were camp posting up there this summer and had it cleared before we left and uh, hopefully going to start construction in late march and uh get that done by september uh, and of course we've got we've got a nice big rv spot right next door to it with uh, full hookups yeah and then i think what we'll do is we'll uh we may even downsize our rig a little bit and then plan on spending four to six months on the road from yeah. that point forward yeah we're really still hoping to get uh a remote job so that we can continue to uh to travel yeah so that's our hopes and dreams and uh so um but we really, I, I, we both really like Delaware, and we just thought it was a, a great place to. And I'm yeah. only 15 minutes away from my son and grandkids. And grandkids. Yeah, you, you're doing what many, many folks have done. We're doing the same thing. We have, as you know, our place in Tennessee, and we just, uh -huh. uh, yep. just uh, moved into. A, we have a homestead in Michigan with 10 acres, and still travel. But uh, that seems to be a trend after about uh, oh six, five, six, seven years of travel. People mm -hmm. start to set. Let's get a home base, and, it's, mm -hmm. and you're right on schedule with, uh, with all that. Yeah, just about. Well, congratulations on the Hershey book. Why don't you bring a Hershey back once more? Because okay. everybody says we're talking about Hershey, and he's uh, sleeping on the floor. Yeah, right by and us. We like you guys a lot, but let's just admit it. He's the star. <laughs> he is the star. There's Hershey. There's Such a good dog. He really is. Yeah. Such a good puppy. Yeah. He even pushed the publish button himself for publishing his book. <laughs> That's really good. He's well, sweet. he's a sweet pup. He yeah. is. Hey, Hershey. We all love you. All right, Eric and Jean, Merry Christmas to you guys. We'll yes, see you down the road. Too. Congratulations again. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thank you Thank so much. You everybody. Okay. okay. Well, no. This is great for little kids. Teaching teaches them about birds and flowers in New England. I yep. think they've I think they've hit upon something. Yep, yep. I think they have a really great illustrator here, and uh, I just love these pictures of. Uh, of oh, I love these pictures of Hershey. You see how much fun they are. Uh, Hershey does ride in in uh, Eric's backpack like that all the time. All right, RV news of the week when we return. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. 
Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash hh, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off, but you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash hh. Now it's time for the news of the week. And the big news is that gas prices haven't gone up from last year. So I guess that's good news that they haven't gone up anymore. So pretty much the same as last year. And uh, everything else seems to be higher, but I guess gas has stayed the same. So that is some good news, I guess. And uh, I right now, the average price of a gallon of gas in the country is 308 and diesel is 403 and as always it's always more expensive on the west coast that's the highest gas prices and hawaii you'd expect to have the highest gas prices and they do have the highest as well as california and then the states with the lowest gas prices texas and at 255 a gallon for gas in texas and uh, mississippi and oklahoma at 262 so that's where you go if you want the cheaper gas so the good news is Gas prices didn't go up. <laughs> they didn't go down, but they didn't go up either So from last year. So anyway, we'll take it, I guess. We'll take it. It is still as high, but it, we'll take it. Uh, for out at, those who want to uh, go have winter fun out at Yellowstone, there's bad news. Uh, Yellowstone has officially kicked off its winter season. They opened it last Friday, and um, it runs through mid-March. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, they have uh, visitors can enter the park through the north, the uh, southeast, uh, on the west uh, entrances if they have um, rented commercial snowmobiles or if they're a passenger in these commercial snow coach companies that take you through. It's really fun. Something we've wanted to do always in the wintertime, but there's no snow. <laughs> They've had no really very, very little snow this season. So snowmobiling and winter activities, uh, they're going to have to figure out another way to, to do that. Um, uh, so if you're planning a trip to Yellowstone to go snowmobiling, um, you better check with the outfitter that you were going to use because there's not been any snow there. Yeah, I posted on our new uh, community.rvlifestyle.com about, the, I just posted something that how abnormally warm it's been this December and we have really not had any snow. I posted that over the weekend and then of course this morning we woke up to lake effect snow i think mm -hmm. we've had about six inches yeah we're in southwest michigan where we're coming to you from now and we get this big lake effect from lake michigan but still very little snow anywhere in the country people have been talking about it so yellowstone no snow now our next story has a good ending but it's a scary story a 62 year old rver got lost in a frigid arizona forest and uh, was uh found late last week but everything is going to be okay it was a woman and her husband who were camping in their motor home about 120 miles northwest of phoenix and she took their dog mia for a walk and got lost and she didn't take her cell phone mm. and you got to make sure that cell phone is uh, charged as well but she didn't take her cell phone so she spent about 72 hours which is like three days That's wandering around it sounds like too many nights out there in the cold 
alone in the forest with her dog, and she said they, uh, the dog and, and she, they cuddled together to try to keep warm. And she is very grateful because about 50 people formed a rescue team and they searched and searched and they found her. So happy ending. And she's very grateful for all those people, those 50 people who sought her out with her puppy. Well, that's a happy ending, but it's a lesson for us all. One, have a cell phone. But two, there are so many different safety gadgets and things that you can take with you that are really not that important, that, that expensive, but are important. Uh, should you get lost? It's very easy to get lost. Oh, it is so easy to lose your sense of direction. And what uh, turned into just a little walk? Yeah. Three days. So I, I tell you, what, in the show notes for this episode, and we'll post them at rvlifestyle.com slash podcast. Just look for show notes. We'll, we'll have a link to some of the safety gadgets that we know about. These are like little devices that will in, get in touch with a satellite and, and you can text a message to whoever... Uh, but these are reliable safety gadgets that you should consider if you do a lot of wilderness camping and, and hiking. So, all right, final story. And this is bad news for all of you partiers down on the Gulf Coast during Mardi Gras time. If it, Up until just recently, the city of Mobile, Alabama, had what they called RV City. And it, it, it set up every year uh, in an empty lot under the expressway uh, by US-10 there that goes right straight through uh, Mobile uh, during Mardi Gras. In fact, the, the city uh, would, would put 115 RVs in this lot under the I-10 bridge there, and they rented these sites out for 450 bucks a week, and this was massively popular. Uh, they called it, you know, RV City, and they're not gonna do it anymore. They're going to do some construction now underneath there. They're, they're building a new bridge. Um, and they're going to make then a big parking lot for uh, for cruise traffic for people who use the cruise boats there that come into the Mobile. So that uh, that whole deal is gone. That's a tradition that many RVers look forward to every year. They certainly had a great time watching the, the constant parades, the Mardi Gras parades down on the Gulf Coast. You know, everybody thinks it's New Orleans that has, and it, you know, that's the the raunchiest and the biggest of the parades. But really, most of the Mardi Gras parades and all the Gulf Coast cities have them are very family friendly and they have uh, numerous parades during Mardi Gras season. So they're worth going and visiting sometime. And it just proves that nothing stays the same. Yeah. Enjoy, but don't expect everything to stay the same. All right. When we come back, we've got the app of the week and your questions and then after the end of the whole program, don't forget all those uh, decorated RVs for Christmas. Stay with us. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable adventure in your RV? Our RV Lifestyle Travel Guide eBooks are your ultimate companions for exploring North America's most breathtaking destinations. They'll help you hit the road with confidence and make the most out of your RVing experience. We're Mike and Jennifer Wendland, and we are passionate explorers and the authors of an entire library of RV Travel Guide eBooks. We have meticulously put together detailed travel maps showing you the best routes, where to stay, what hidden gems to discover along the way. From the majestic Yellowstone National Park to the vibrant colors of Colorado, the awe-inspiring beauty of Utah, the enchanting deserts of Arizona, the tranquil Great Lakes region, the pristine wilderness of the Adirondacks, 
We've even done a captivating three-part guide to RV travel and camping in Florida. No matter where your wanderlust takes you, we've got you covered. Our curated list of must-see attractions ensures that you won't miss out on any unforgettable experiences. You want to witness the eruption of Old Faithful? We've got you covered. Craving an epic road trip through breathtaking landscapes? We've got the perfect route for you. Dreaming of beachside camping under the stars? We know the best spots. With our eBooks available for instant download at rvlifestyle.com books, you can have the knowledge you need right at your fingertips. Head over to rvlifestyle.com books and start exploring the wonders of North America today. Unforgettable adventures are waiting. Welcome back, and now it's time for the app of the week. And this is for all of you who get a little white knuckled about winter driving and just driving conditions in general. Yeah, this is an app that uh, it, it's a little costly, but a buck ninety nine a month. Uh, but you get a free trial; you get a couple three days trial, so you could plan a trip with it and then, you know, cancel it, I suppose. But um, this is called Drive weather and what i really like about this is it gives you a personalized weather forecast for your drive based on where you start and then uh when you'll get there and you sort of just uh type in you know your 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 start and your destination and it will draw you a map and it will show you along that map what the weather is like now and what it's supposed to be like at the time you get there so it shows you any potential hazardous conditions. And then you can also use that app uh, to give you an alternate route if you don't want to go through it. That's that's a pretty happy thing, I think. I think it's really awesome that you can scope it out one way. And if you don't like what you see, you can try for an alternate route. Yeah. So particularly those of you who uh, this, like the big third wave of snowbirds heads out right after Christmas, this is a great app to have for you as you head south towards Florida or the southwest towards Arizona or wherever you're going to be a snowbird. It's called Drive Weather. Uh, basic version is a buck ninety nine a month, uh, but you get that three day free trial, and so you can use it. And then if you don't want to just cancel it, they do have a pro version that has a lot more features that are, are really nice features, but that costs two more bucks a, a month. So. You figure out whether it's worth it, but you can get the free trial. Drive weather is what it is called. All right, RV questions of the week. Oh, this is a question that comes up over and over and over. I am hearing from a couple of folks that RV toilet paper is not required. Regular household TP breaks down just fine. Truth or fiction? And this is from Peter. And Peter actually posted that one on our new uh, community.rvlifestyle.com. Uh, so, well, uh, you ask if it's truth or fiction, it's um, mostly fiction because uh, if used sparingly, it does break down. But you need to use lots and lots of water with every flush. Now, you should use a lot of, of water anytime you flush your toilet in an RV. Most people don't use nearly enough, and that's why they get that build up and gunk in the black tanks but uh, and you also need to regularly empty your black tank but regular toilet paper is going to break down slower right because it's thicker than the single ply that most 
every RV toilet manufacturer recommends. They recommend RV grade toilet paper. So if the people who make the toilets recommend that, uh, I think you have to give a lot of uh, consideration to the fact that they probably know more than a lot of other people who just have opinions. Uh, yes, you can use it. And if you use a lot of water, it's going to be fine. But uh, most people don't. Uh, so uh, when you talk about water, by the way, you should not empty it when you only have, you know, a, a few gallons in there. Fill up your water, you know, just keep flushing it until your black tank is at least three quarters full and then empty it. And that will take care of most of your odor problems. And it will also uh, keep uh, the sensors uh, cleaner because everything will flush out with water. But um, I can only tell you what we do. We use uh, RV grade toilet paper, single ply. And if you do decide to use regular toilet paper, I would be extremely careful, even if you have, I guess, the RV toilet paper, if you have guests or kids using the bathroom, because uh, yeah. they might use way too much toilet paper. Yeah. Give you problems. That's true. All right. That is the podcast for this week. We would love to get comments from you and your questions. You can reach us through our private email, which is Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Uh, the show notes for this episode with links to everything we talked about can be found on our RV Lifestyle blog, rvlifestyle.com slash podcast. And we invite you now to stay tuned to the end of the, uh, this for a little bit for a little montage of RVs dressed up for Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys down the road. Happy trails. <laughs>